You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron. Now here's your host, Ethan Haristadulu. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadulu, and with some more free agency predictions, today I'm diving into the Los Angeles Rams. They're sitting on about $35.3 million in cap space as of this recording here. We're going to talk some re-signings. We're going to talk some positional targets. These are all just things I would either like to see and or expect to see from the Rams in some combination or some. So Rams fans, I invite you, do the same. Comment down below. I want to hear your thoughts. Thoughts and opinions on the same things as well. But we'll dive right in, beginning with re-signings first. And I think this is going to be one of the most important things that they deal with this offseason. And that's going to be re-signing right guard Kevin Dotson, who they traded for this past offseason. He's going to be 28 during next season. Spotrack is estimating that he's going to cash in at $16.5 million AAV per year. In 2023, he started and played in 14 games. PFF credited him for four sacks allowed on 520 pass blocks snaps not a bad total considering he didn't initially start off as the season starter so I will say this this is very expensive this is one of those situations where you're going to end up putting in a lot of money at the guard position which some people are more inclined to pay a lot more for like maybe your left tackle your right tackle but Good offensive line play seems to becoming seems to like be becoming more of a rarity in the NFL these days, and I don't really understand the reasoning as to why. I'm sure there's a very nuanced reason for it, but it seems like it is becoming harder and harder to come across great offensive line play, even on the interior, exterior, wherever you want to look at it. The price is high, but I do think that it is one of those re-signings that you need to do. You went and traded assets. Granted, there was a lot of swapping of picks in the trade as well to go get this guy and I think it would be an absolute mistake to just because the deal wound up working far better than maybe you anticipated and you opt to let him walk because the price tag has gotten so high I think that offensive line offensive lineman as a whole I guess I should say they're all worth paying for good offensive linemen that you can trust in and in someone like Kevin Dotson who was a large reason as to why Kyron Williams was able to be so successful this past season as the interior of that O-line was bullying people all season long this is one of those guys you cannot let go get away from you in free agency the sooner they get him locked up the better I think ideally if you're the Rams you don't even let him sniff free agency you lock him up you know try to work with him on a deal against 16 and a half millions a lot of money per year but in my my opinion well worth it next guy we're going to look, be looking at here and this is someone that might necessarily be on the highest of importance for some people but is one of those guys that in my opinion being an undrafted free agent in 2020 and turning out the way he has over the last couple of years is someone worth keeping and that is defensive lineman Michael Hoyt he's gonna be 27 during uh, the midpoint or so of next season but he's a restricted free agent so not someone that's just going to be allowed to walk there is some nuance to what's going on with his current situation here but starting in all 17 games last year 81 tackles seven for a loss he had uh, I believe it was it was six or eight sacks on the season here I forgot to write the number down but then also 16 pressures on top of that uh, again undrafted signing in 2020 the type of progression and story that you want to see from a guy who you brought on your roster as just a body that you know you liked his talents you wanted to see what you could do with him and it turns out he was a guy that you could trust in to play pretty much as a starter for the last season or in, in some change this is the type of guy that you re-sign. 
Now, here's the deal. Being a restricted free agent, things are a little bit different with how it's handled. You could opt to tender him and then just match whatever team is willing to offer uh, a contract to him. There's a number of things that could really happen with this, but however it winds up, you know, sorting itself out, whether you want to say Michael Hoyt is a starter or not, I do think that he is somebody you want to have on this roster regardless, because whether he's someone you go into next season as a starter again, or if he's just going to be a depth rotational guy that you could use on passing downs or just whenever someone needs relief, he is the type of guy that you want to have on your roster and fill your roster out with. I think it'd be a big mistake to let him walk. And then the third guy that I have listed here, my third and final one, and again, this isn't every single thing, just a handful of guys that I picked out from the uh, free agent list that I was looking at here. Wide receiver Demarcus Robinson. He's going to be 30 years old next season, so by no means a spring chicken, but at 14.3 yards per reception last year with 26 catches, 371 yards, and four touchdowns, Demarcus Robinson was one of those low-key, explosive kind of stories that came out of nowhere, especially late in the year, where Matthew Stafford clearly started to find some trust in him during the stretch run of the season and was literally battling Tutu Atwell as like the number three wide receiver on the roster here. And at times he was winning that battle as well, in my opinion. This is someone that you want to keep around for the culture, for the clear scheme fit. This is a guy that I think needs to be in LA for at least next season. I have an AAV estimate for him somewhere along the lines of like three to five million dollars at most. If you're gonna if you're gonna go and sign him for like a year or two, that is like chump change in the NFL these days. With how things worked with him, I'm not saying it's the most important free agent signing. It's not the most high priority free agent re-signing, but it is one of those guys that clearly there was magic there and Matthew Stafford was going to him in some high pressure situations late in the year he clearly liked this guy I think he needs to stick around he's depth for the roster and again it's a one year maybe two year deal you're not banking on him being around for the next five or six years but this is a guy that I think is worth having in your wide receiver room because he was there to compete and he was pushing guys to the absolute limit on the lower end of that depth chart there so absolutely I think Demarcus Robinson should be back in LA for another season next year again one two year deal no-brainer to me. Now, outside of re-signings here, we'll shift focus. We'll take a look at some positional targets that I have in mind here, and I'll come out and say this. I've got a lot of focus on the defense here. Every single position I'm discussing is on the defense because I really liked the progression of the offense last year, especially in the back half of the season when Kyron Williams came back from his injury, and even prior to that before he went down, but I really feel like the offense was finding a real rhythm, and it, it was a legitimate unit that could compete. The defense, though, for the last year or so, a bit of a patchwork unit. A lot of guys just kind of, whether it's undrafted free agents, a lot of those guys getting plenty of snaps and, and you know, late round selections starting in your secondary. There's a lot of work that needs to be done to make this unit a legit playoff defense like they were a handful of years ago when they won the Super Bowl. And the first position that I'm looking at is going to be at cornerback. Your team was 20th in passing yards allowed last season, 22nd in touchdowns through the air allowed as well. I do think that cornerback room, the cornerback room itself was a very stark example of what a patchwork unit looks like in the NFL and honestly probably played greater than the collective talent that was on that secondary roster. So I do think that going into free agency and trying to get your legitimate cornerback one like your Jalen Ramsey type guy the guy that is going to lead your secondary 
should be something that's pretty high up on the list. Now, there's some pretty solid starting quality guys, but I really like the idea of the Rams going after Legereus Sneed as the guy. There's a there's a thing clearly from what I've read and what I've kind of seen from the Rams the last few years. They're a team that lets defensive backs walk that have to get paid, and they're you know a fan of bringing guys in if if the uh, option is available. And so I do think that going after a guy like Legereus Sneed kind of fits that mo in a sense and. Odds are, if you're bringing in Legereus Sneed, you're probably letting Akella Witherspoon walk. So, you know, you're basically swapping Witherspoon for Sneed. I think, in my opinion, that's a pretty solid swap and upgrade for your secondary there. Even with Akella Witherspoon being your best cornerback in the, on the roster last year, I do think bringing in a guy like Sneed mitigates that loss. The second position we'll be looking at here, I'm looking at the interior of the defense here in the middle, inside linebacker. I'm looking for a solid upgrade here. And now with a lot of money being allocated to the cornerback position, I'm not going to sit here and say, go sign the best corner, go sign the best linebacker. I'll be a little bit realistic with my expectations here after a cornerback signing. And I'm looking at something like, within the like the second tier of linebackers that could be available in the inside linebacker market as a whole is a very robust one this year in free agency and i think that you, there's a lot of guys that you could come away with whether it's like the top tier guys or the guys that are maybe a step below that you could target and add to this defense that would be an immediate upgrade to your linebacker room i respect what christian roseboom did last season coming in and you know being the guy as, as the as the linebacker for this defense here but i think adding someone to work alongside him would go a long way so I'm looking at guys something like Josie Jewell Zach Cunningham maybe like Anthony Walker Jr guys that are really solid options to add where you don't have to spend a ton of money might cost you you know something along the lines of like eight nine maybe ten million per year to keep the to get these guys in here but it's not someone that's going to break the bank and hell you might even be able to get them for a little bit less than that i didn't run numbers exactly but these are guys that are not going to cost you 15 16 17 million per year as off ball backers we want guys that are solid that you know you can trust and i do think like those three guys in my opinion based off what i know about them and i've seen about them those are guys that you could plug in on this defense and their immediate upgrades for you over the middle there especially a guy like Anthony Walker when he's healthy one of the better interior or inside linebackers I should say that are able to drop back or help in the run it does a lot of good things really really well Josie Jewell as well Zach Cunningham all three of them you could say and the last position that I'm looking at here, and one that, again, kind of goes back to the whole idea that the Rams are a team that are very willing to let defensive backs walk as a whole, like the anyone from the entire secondary, and they'll opt to make changes need be, whether it's through the draft or maybe just bringing somebody else in. It just seems like it's a recurring theme for their unit, at least the last few years while Sean McVay's been there. And I'm going to look at the safety position. You have both Jordan Fuller and John Johnson set to hit free agency and with that history of allowing defensive backs to walk i think we could potentially see at the very least a new face or even maybe two in the secondary at the very top of that unit there luckily this is a very very deep safety class like one of the deepest safety free i shouldn't specify free agent classes coming up this year some of the guys that could potentially be hitting the open market that are all starting quality caliber guys you have Cameron Curl, Jordan Whitehead, Xavier McKinney, Kyle Duggar, Antoine Winfield Jr., Julian Blackman, Gino, uh, Gino Stone, Deshaun Elliott. And there's guys that I didn't even mention on that list as well, but that's what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys just off the rip. Guys that you could go after and get. And I listed eight guys, and realistically, there's probably going to be like 10, 11, maybe even 12 potentially starting quality safeties that could be on the market. 
I would say the likelihood that around maybe five, six of those guys being actually available is very high. You could go in, you could let either one of your safeties walk, maybe retain one of the other ones, and then keep one of those guys, or then, or maybe let them both walk, sign one of the people that I just mentioned here, and then draft another one in April. However you choose to go about to do it, if there was ever a year where you were going to maybe make some changes as far as the safety position is concerned, this is a very good year to do it with a lot of high potential upside. And some of those guys that are on that list that I just mentioned, handful of them are either maybe just slightly older or maybe have a slight injury history sandwiched between some really good seasons, maybe breakout guys. Like they're, they're, it's very robust and it's very much, it, it, very, very varied is not the way I want to say it, but it's, it's a varied group of safeties and situations where there is a lot of potential for these guys to be available. And I think if you're looking to rework your secondary, especially at the safety position, there is not really a better season or off season rather to do it this would be the time to do so. So if the Rams are going to stick with kind of their quid pro quo with the way they do that kind of stuff, this would be the year for it. But those are some positions that I would like to see the Rams go after. Some of the important guys that I think are worth re-signing for the Rams this offseason. Again, Rams fans, I invite you in the comment section down below to do the same. But that is it for me. As always, if you made it to the end, I greatly appreciate it. Let me hear from you guys. I'll see you all next time. Have a good one.